Welcome to Victorious Living. And so the word becomes, you know, it's more, more pronounced and prolific. The more I think on the word, the more I read the word, the more of the words are going to lodge in my mind so that what I'm thinking finds its way to my mouth and finds its way into my action. So it's critical that we do certain things in order to receive certain things that God has made possible to us through the covenant and through His work at Calvary and through what the Holy Spirit has done in our life, is doing in our life. It becomes critical that our mind is in league with the Word of God. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares part two of giving thanks to God as a way into His presence. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares giving thanks unto God as a way into His presence. And so let me say it to you again. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are, are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. It's not a good report to say, well, God doesn't supply my need. That's not a good report. It's not a good report to say God must have forgotten me. It's not a good report. Or, well, I asked God for it and he didn't give it to me. That's not a good report. But he has instructed us to think on a good report. So this is the importance of thinking in the recesses of your mind of things that God has blessed you along your life's way. Amen. And think also on those things and think on the present things and think on the future things that we are to dwell on so that all of this comes together and lodges in our mind. And so far we have is about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour of the reading of God's word through the week. You've got a lot more stuff that's come against it. Uh, your mind or has come into your mind and you've got Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday, and all night Saturday night. <laughs> you've got all that space of time to think. So here's the question. What are you thinking on? What are you thinking on? And is what you're thinking on lodging in your mind? Casting down imaginations that are not in line with God's word. Casting down imaginations and every, and bringing into cap, captivity every thought. So your thought is judged by the word or the word judges your thoughts. And so he teaches us to do that because it's important. And then verse nine, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, 
do. Don't just hear, do, do hear, <laughs> do hear. But, but hear what's being said and then the action is to what? Is to do what you hear. But a lot of times, because we have this great space of time, of days, hours, minutes, hours, days, week, a week, in between of the time that we have read the Bible or heard the Bible read, then there have been so many things to crowd out what you heard on Sunday morning. And so it's important. And he says this in verse nine, those things which you have both learned, has anybody ever learned anything from the Bible? Can you, can you name something you've learned? Your silence is deafening here. Can you tell me what you've learned from the Bible? That's a question, by the way. You know what, what a question requires is an answer. So if I have a question, I must answer it with the word of God. And so the word becomes, you know, it's more, more pronounced and prolific. The more I think on the word, the more I read the word, the more of the words are going to lodge in my mind so that what I'm thinking finds its way to my mouth and finds its way into my actions. So it's critical that we do certain things in order to receive certain things that God has made possible to us through the covenant and through his work at Calvary and through what the Holy Spirit has done in our life, is doing in our life. It becomes critical that our mind is in league with the word of God. And so you, if you've ever heard people say it, you may not have ever heard people say it, but people sometimes through the years, you know, if you've been at it for a century, as some of us have, <laughs> that you, you know that uh, uh, we, we have a tendency to say what we think. Well, you know me, I just say what I think. Doubt and unbelief coming out of our mouth. And so you know me though. Put my hands in my pocket. Well, you know me. I just say what I think. That's your problem. You say what you think as opposed to saying what God thinks. But yet we stand back and say, but I'll tell you one thing. I sure do love God. Why y'all getting quiet? <laughs> and so we're so deceptive sometimes to ourselves. We deceive ourselves. And then if we got a little edge about us, that little edge comes to the, to the forefront or to the surface when we hear something that we know we're not doing. There comes a little edge. Well, I don't know about that. You know, we, 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 uh, we what do you call it? No, not that. Anyway, uh, 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 tranquilicus. 
You know, hey, I just think, I just say what I think. Now, I'm not a very good tranquilist. But that's how people sometimes think. I'm not saying you think that way. But that's how some people think. And then that brings a person down to this place in their relationship with God. How come God's not working for me? You know, the, the sister or the brother, they came up and they gave a wonderful testimony of how God had blessed them. God healed them. God delivered them. How come God don't do that for me? And here we go. Here we go down that wandering path of wondering why God doesn't do that. Well, you know, he does it for some, but he don't do it for everybody. Well, it happens that we're the somebody that he doesn't do it for. Okay, I'm done. Not, 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 not with the sermon. Because I, 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 I want you to go up and enjoy some fellowship here in a few minutes. So we, we read this verse in Psalm last week in Psalm 139 in verse 23. Search me, O God. You remember what we said about the word search. Examine me, O God, and know my heart or see and examine me of what my mind is fixed on. Not that he doesn't know. So we see then that this verse, search me, O God, know my heart, try me. Try here means to examine and put me to the test. Try me. How does God try you? How does God try us? He tries us with his word. So he said, try me, O God, examine me and put me to the test. So this verse means to bring to light or to point out what realm a person's thoughts are located. Where are your thoughts today located? So I don't know that. You don't know about where mine are either. So we don't know, but we do have some kind of understanding of where it, our mind should be. All right, let's go a little bit further here. I wanted to get to it. Let's go and say, say this, and then I'm going to move on to something else here. Not in, in. So there are three realms or domains or spheres of thought that a person can have. They can have thoughts in God's realm. Where do you, where do you get the thoughts that's in God's realm from his word? Or he has thoughts then in man's realm. Where does man get his thoughts? He gets his thoughts in living, education, or wh wherever. He develops or she develops their own thoughts about certain things. So we, we have three realms. We have uh, three domains and spheres of thought that a person can have. God's realm, man's realm, and Satan's realm. And so often we put God in league with man's realm. Whereas man's realm should transfer into God's realm where our thinking is concerned. So God's realm has thoughts that are what? Generated from his word. So the highest realm of thought, obviously without question, is the realm of God's thought. And there again, if we want to know what God's thinking, we must 
read what he's thinking. We must read what he has said. We must then comply to what he has said if it's instruction to us or if it's information he's passing along to us or revelation of the word. So man's realm has thoughts dictated by his physical environment. Satan has realms of thought that are demonic thoughts that are against God, against man, and are against all that is good. Those thoughts come from evil or from Satan. So you have to examine yourself and find out or come to the realization of what realm do you think in the most. And so the highest realm of thought then without question is the realm of God. Okay, Isaiah comes along and we'll move off of something here. Oh my goodness. Isaiah says it in Isaiah 55, talking about God. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher. It's our hope that today's message, giving thanks unto God as a way into his presence, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 24. Today's special offer is 24. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living. Hello, I'm Pastor Charles Cowan, Faith is the Victory Church. We're inviting you to our annual camp meeting. We have Jesse DePlantis, Isaac Petrie, Aaron Petrie, a lot of good worship, a, a lot of singing, and we're just going to have a great time in the Lord, and we're inviting you to come and be here with us and enjoy this great camp meeting together.